Let's give these three. Let's give these great mighty ministers here a strong black hand. In the name of Allah, the beneficent, the merciful, all praise is due to Allah, the Lord of all the worlds. I bear witness that regardless to land or label or language, there is but one God. That's right. And I bear witness to Osiris, to Isis, to Horus, to Abraham, to Moses, to Jesus, and Muhammad, and all of the great worthies who came in the great line of divine. I greet you, my beloved and beautiful black brothers and sisters, with the greeting words of peace. Assalamu alaikum. I am very happy and very honored to have this opportunity to be with you here in New York City at Mosque Number 7. Some of us are just returning from Atlanta, Georgia, as they say. Not Atlanta, Georgia, but Atlanta, Georgia. And there in Atlanta, Georgia, in the Omni, how many of you know Dominique? You see, Dominique come down the court and slam dunk backwards and almost turn a flip and slam dunk. We were in the Omni where Dominique does his magic in Atlanta, Georgia. The capacity is 17,000 just last night. But we crammed and jammed them and stacked them and packed them like sardines in a can. And over 19,000 packed into the Omni in Atlanta, Georgia to hear the truth coming from the Honorable Elijah Muhammad's man God's man in our midst, the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. And they almost tore the roof off of the Omni. The Omni has never been like that. Elvis Presley never rocked the Omni like that. None of the boys that they had to come in the Omni rocked it the way the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan rocked it last night. When he asked how many of you would like to join with me, join in this great work for the general resurrection and rise of the black man and black woman. Yes. Black people, 19,000 strong, leap to their feet. Oh, yeah. When he asked them to take the Shahada and that they believe in the one God and that they believed in Abraham and Moses and Jesus and Muhammad, 19,000 it looked like. Maybe there was somebody who didn't stand up. Maybe there was somebody who didn't raise their hand. Maybe nine or ten or so. But you couldn't see them in 19,000. A sea of black people in unity and in agreement with the teachings of the Honorable Elijah Muhammad from the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. So I'm really just on fire today. I feel like I just came from a Holy Ghost revival. Like I've been bathed and baptized in the Holy Ghost. Oh, don't make no mistake here. We believe in the Holy Spirit here. Don't make no mistake here. We believe in God. And we believe that God is black. We believe that Jesus is black. We believe that Jesus is the black revolutionary Messiah, a black man from among us. Born in God's 
We believe that Jesus' mother is black. Mary was black. Uh, we believe that his earthly father, who he was given to for but a short while, Joseph, we believe that Joseph was a black man. We believe that the angels are black. Uh, we believe that the Holy Ghost is black. We believe all of them black. Otherwise, we'll never get out of this condition. Said, I can't go along with that. What would you look like as black as you are with a white Holy Spirit in you? <laughs> Ain't nothing white ever moved you to nothing good. Ain't nothing white gonna ever move you to nothing good. If a man won't treat you right, what makes you think he will teach you right? So we have been robbed completely of a knowledge of self. And we have been given this book called the Holy Bible. We didn't receive this book from the hands of Abraham called the friend of God. We didn't receive this book from the hand of Moses. Jesus didn't bring us this book. We received this book from the hands of the white man. He gave us this book. He wouldn't allow us to read it for over 300 years. He didn't want us to read this book because he knew that the book condemned him. And he had robbed us of our name, our language, our religion, our culture, our God, our folkways, our mores, our norms, and robbed us of the very power of our own being. And after having robbed us, he didn't want us to be able to read and write English because when we came here, we didn't read English. When we came here, we didn't write English. And so the white man, a smart, crooked deceiver, he had to give us a God up in the sky and a devil under the ground. And he wouldn't allow us to read because the book says in Exodus, the 21st chapter in the 16th verse, he that stealeth the man and selleth that man, if he be caught with that man in his hands, he shall surely be put to death. He didn't want us to read the book because the book says, he that lives by the sword shall die or perish by the sword. He didn't want us to read the book because the book teaches us as thou hast done, so shall it be done unto you. So he didn't want us to read the book. He didn't want us to read the book because it says that you have delighted in taking our blood. You will be given your own blood to drink like water. So he didn't want us to read this book. He didn't want us to read this book, so he taught us about a God too high and a devil too low. He taught us about a devil under the ground, some fellow with some red pantyhose and a pitchfork that would stick you and jump you under the ground and would burn you in an eternal flame of fire or a barbecue pit and you would never burn up. So we were looking for a devil under the ground. We were looking for a devil under the ground, but looking up in the sky for a God to come out of the sky. Jesus had already corrected that, but since we couldn't read, we didn't know Jesus had corrected Jesus said, stop looking for heaven up in the sky. Jesus said, the kingdom is within you. Where's the kingdom? Where is it? be stronger than that. Ain't no white folks in here. Where's the kingdom? The kingdom is within you. 
So if the kingdom is within you, then common sense would tell a fool that the king must be on his throne of glory inside of you in the kingdom. That's right. The spirit of God is in us. Yes, the spirit of holiness is upon us. Right. But we have been born in sin and shaped in iniquity. Yes, born in the sin of the white man's world and shaped after the wicked way of the white man's world. So we are born in sin and shaped after the iniquity of the white man. And so he gives us the book, but he doesn't give us the understanding of the book. And our preachers graduate from the theological cemeteries, I mean seminaries. And when they graduate from these theological cemeteries, where the true knowledge of God is buried in the seminary, the true knowledge of Jesus is buried in the cemetery. Right. And so the preacher comes up from the cemetery and teaches us a pie-in-the-sky doctrine. Right. Yeah. And we can't get nothing until after we die. When he and the white man have everything right here on this earth while they live. So this book, we have to be careful with it. This book help to enslave us. But this book can liberate us. This book, the Bible, is a road map to our liberation and salvation if properly understood. This book, the Bible, is a key to unlock the mind and heart of the black man and black woman. But we need someone to take us in the book. We need some to give us a proper understanding of the book. Because if we don't get a proper understanding, then this book will continue to be the graveyard of the black man and black woman. And we will never come up until we come up with supreme wisdom from the pages of this book and understand that we are walking in this book on the pages of this book fulfilling scripture every day every minute every second we are walking on the pages of the bible right now scripture is being fulfilled before your very eyes right in Harlem right in the Bronx right in Brooklyn all over New York and all over America and the world this book, the headlines of the world, right. can be read straight from this book, That's right. the Holy Bible. That's right. But you must have guidance. Yeah, there right. must be someone to teach me. Someone. There must be someone yeah. to teach these yeah. ministers. Yeah. Right. There must be someone to That's teach right. you. Right. Otherwise, this book will continue to help tighten the chains that are on our brains. Since the white man has released them from our wrist and ankles, he must have chains now on the brain. And many of our people are locked up in the churches. And the church has become an ice house that has frozen the minds and the brains of our people. And many of the preachers have become ice makers. Yes, they are pro progressive pastors, progressive preachers. Yes, there are those who are actually feeding the flock and who will go out front, as Jesus says, as the good shepherd would do, to protect the flock. But there are those who are also helping the white man to eat the flock. And they are fleecing the flock. And so the scripture says, Woe be unto the pastors who have destroyed and scattered my sheep. So today as we finish part two of Babylon America, six 
666, the mark of the beast, from the book of Revelation. Most preachers don't want to go in the book of Revelation. They don't understand Revelation. Even though Revelation means at the root of it to reveal. For some reason it just hasn't been revealed to Reverend Pochop yet. He just hasn't gotten to the root meaning of the book. Last Sunday we talked about Mystery Babylon. The Bible in Revelation speaks of a mystery Babylon who would be considered the mother of whores and harlots and all of the nations of the earth would have drunk from the wine of the fornication of her nation. And it says that her ships would sail the high seas. And all of the nations would have intercourse with her. Yes, intercourse with her and they would fornicate with her and they would all be found with disease. And it says not only would this nation be a rich and a mighty and a great and a powerful nation called Mystery Babylon, but it would also have in the midst of it some slaves that didn't belong to Babylon. And these slaves would come into Babylon and they would have their original name. When they would come in, their names would be Hananiah, Azariah, Mishael, and Daniel. They would have original names in their original language, in their original mother tongue from their motherland. But their names would be changed from Hananiah, Azariah, Mishael, and Daniel. And they would be given the names of their slave masters. And they would wear slave names, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And even Daniel's name would be changed and they would give him the name Belshazzar. I'm telling you that this is a mystery Babylon and a mystery the Honorable Elijah Muhammad and the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan says a mystery is something that has not been unraveled, has not been uncovered, has not been discovered yet and so someone must uncover the mystery someone must unravel the mystery for us today all praise be to Allah I contend that when you came here to the hells of North America, you didn't come Harry McGillicott. You didn't come Lucinda Brown. You didn't come Johnny Mayhem Burger. You didn't come Mr. Upstreet, Mr. Rivers by the still waters and muddy waters and all of these names and Orangeburg and Greenleaf and Swartz and Scapinelli and Dangerfield. You didn't come here, Mr. Workman. Some of you haven't worked in three years running around New York talking about I'm Mr. Workman. And I'm Miss Workman. You didn't come here, Mr. Branch. You're not a tree. I'm Mr. Van Buren. You're not a truck. What kind of man are you? Where did you get these names from? You are Shadrach. You are Meshach. And you are Abednego that the Bible is talking about. All talking about you here, black man and black woman. You came to America. You didn't come on the Nina. You didn't come on the Pinta. And you didn't come on the Santa Maria. You didn't land at Plymouth Rock. Hell, you got hit in the head with the rock. You didn't land at Plymouth Rock. But I know when Thanksgiving roll around you, Lord, Lord, child, it's Thanksgiving. You eat more pumpkin pie and drink more red soda water and eat more hog ribs than the white folks talking about is Thanksgiving. Every day should be Thanksgiving for the black man and black woman. Every day because we have come this far by faith. 
And it has been God Almighty who has brought us this far by faith. They fed into a computer a long time ago and they said what they had taken the black woman through and the black man through, that we should have all been dead a long, 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 long time ago. And so we are thankful to God Almighty for bringing us thus far and for Him giving us His mercy and for him not allowing our enemy to wipe us out right. under his genocide plot to wipe our entire nation of people out. So we are thankful to Almighty God, the black man and the black woman. We are the most thankful people in the world. Yes, sir. We are the most spiritual people in the world. Yes, sir. We are the most God-loving and God-fearing people yes, in the world. That's you, black man, and that's you, black woman. And so the white man, after robbing us and giving us these names, slave names of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, we understand that our names were changed. When you came to America, you had beautiful names. When you came to America, your name was Karima. When you came to America, your name was Karim. When you came to America, your name was Ife. Abubakari Ejaniku. Isn't that beautiful? Ife Abubakari Ejaniku. Ain't that better than Willie? Yeah. Uh, when you came here, you were Omar. Omar Kujichagulia. When you came here, you were Chanima, Huramir. These were the beautiful names that you wore when you came over on the slave ship. But the white man robbed us of that knowledge. Robbed us completely of a knowledge of self. Some of you saw Roots. Didn't you see Roots? We didn't come here, Toby. King Kunta Kinte. Still baffles me why Alex Haley didn't take the name Kinte. How he could still run around Alex. That baffles me. I'd rather be Kunta Kinte any day than to be Al or Alex. Especially since I know that that's my root name. That that's my name all the way back to Africa. But we were robbed of our name. And so we are here in this mystery Babylon, this modern Babylon, and we covered last week that Babylon is baby London, the baby lion, Babylon. And that this is the baby, these 13 colonies, just bringing you up to date, these 13 colonies that were set up on the eastern seaboard, these 13 colonies represent the baby of England, yes, yes. of London, the capital there. That's why it's New York, because the old York is there. New Jersey, because the old Jersey is there. New Hampshire, because the old Hampshire is there. All right, New Brunswick, because the old Brunswick is there. New Amsterdam, yeah. because the old damn Amsterdam yeah. was over there. <laughs> and so they had to change it. This is the new one. Yeah. This right. is the baby line. Yeah, right. This is the baby London. This is 
Babylon. America is the Babylon of the book of Revelation. Revelation 13 and 18 says, Here is wisdom. Let him that hath understanding count the number of the beast, for it is the number of a man, and his number is six hundred three score and six, or his number would be six, six, six. And everywhere the white man goes, the number six marks him. Everywhere he goes, the number six marks him. He can't get away from it. It was approximately 6,000 years ago that the white man came into existence. How long ago? 6,000 years ago that the white man came into existence. You say, well, uh, I don't know about that. Well, we know you don't know about that. And since you admit you don't know about that, ain't no sense in you coming in here arguing about what you don't know. You don't even know your own birthday, let alone knowing the white man's birthday. <laughs> All right? As long as we got that understanding, we won't even have any argument. The Bible says, Six days shall thy rule and labor, O man, but on the seventh day you will be put to rest. Exodus so the 20th chapter says, Your manservant will not work for you on that day. Your maidservant will not work for you on that day, nor your ox, nor your ass, nor the stranger that is within thy gates. Now let's back up and stop and look at it for a moment. Who has manservants? Who? Are you afraid to say it? No, it's not a white man. Who has manservants? Who has maidservants? And he has all of the oxes and the asses too. That's right. Right? That's a donkey. And he rides his donkeys. He rides them till they sweat. That's right. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. It says, nor the stranger that is within his gates. Who's the stranger within the gates of the white man? Genesis, the 15th chapter, the 13th, the 14th, and the 15th verses tell us of a people that would be in bondage in a strange land among a strange people for four hundred years. And you know that that's got to be talking about us. There's something strange about America. In fact, everything is strange about America, and there's something strange about the white man. In fact, everything is strange about the white man. He calls himself the odd fella. He even has lodges that's called the odd fella's lodge. Well, how you gonna argue with a man who calls himself the odd fella? He knows himself. He says he's the odd fella. Here we are looking at this condition as the Bible bears witness to our condition. It gives us the problems that we are facing and then it gives us the solutions to those problems right here in the Bible. But can we allow Reverend Chickenfoot to lead us after he comes from the theological cemetery? Or do we need someone that God has raised in our midst in the final days of the white man's world? We're living at the end of the white man's world. Oh, I don't mean Manhattan Island is going to blow up. I don't mean that America is going to explode. But the end of the white man's world. you got all kinds of worlds. you got the sports world. you got the music world. you got the underworld. Huh? We're talking about the white man's world. And into this age and into this dispensation.
cessation in time and end to the way things are run as we have come to know it in the world today. And end to the world. Otherwise, God has no reason to blow up the planet Earth. He set the planet Earth on a course and it still bows and bends and yields and submits to the divine will and dictate of Almighty God. He set it on a course and it moves at 1,037 and a third miles per hour. It doesn't pick up a second, nor does it lose a second. It goes and moves according to the law under which he created it and it bows to his will. Nothing is as rebellious as the white man. Everything that God says thou shalt not do, the white man says, gee whiz, buddy, it's all right. Come on, try it. You like it, baby. It's okay. Gee whiz, you guys are too rich. You only live once, man. Come on. You know that Chuck talks like that. I'm talking about Bob. I'm talking about Bill. I'm talking about Larry. You know the guys I'm talking about. Listen, you acting like you don't know them. Well, that's why we don't allow no white folks in here. Because if we had white folks in here, you'd be looking all behind you and wondering what Bob and Bill and Larry and Susie and Cindy might be thinking. So this is a family meeting. We don't allow white folks in here. We don't have no Chinese, we don't have no Japanese, we don't have no Vietnamese, we don't have no Koreans, we don't have no French, we don't have no English, we don't have no Dutch, no Greek, no Freak. We don't have none of them in here. Nobody but the black man and the black woman the symptoms of the slaves and the people of God. You're the only ones that we allow in here. This is your meeting hall. This is your liberty hall. This is your freedom hall. This is your independence hall. This is your constitutional convention. If you're going to get free at all, it's going to be here. If you're going to get free at all, it's going to be under the leadership of the Honorable Elijah Muhammad and the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. Farrakhan is the man today. Not the white man, but Farrakhan. Who's the man? Who? What's his name? Say it again. One more time. Is that him? Bring all your Sunni Muslim friends out. Bring all your Shia Muslims out. Bring 
bring anybody you want to, as long as they look like us. If they look like us, they welcome here. We don't care if they speak with a Spanish accent. That's, that's our brother. We don't care if they speak with a French accent. They are our brother. Our sister. We don't care what kind of accent they speak with. Because we know that the white man has scattered our people throughout the ends of the earth. And we say to all of our brothers and sisters that the same dog that bit you bit us too. So it makes no difference what language we come in. Because these languages belong to him anyway. We're not letting no language divide us. No. We are in Babylon. Babylon, America. And the number of this Babylon is 666. 6,000 years ago, the white man came into existence. I don't care what you say. The white man ain't been here no longer than 6,000 years. He's a Johnny-come-lately who just got here the other day. He's a baby on our planet. That's why he runs all over the earth talking about he's discovering things. That's just like my little five-year-old son, Farrakhan. Maybe when he's two years old, might go to the closet and open the closet door and see racks of shoes and everything there. And he run and say, look, daddy, look, mommy, look what I discovered. Well, for him, it's a discovery. But we put the shoes in the closet, little baby Farrakhan. We put the clothes in the closet. We put the closet in the closet. We built the room and we built the house. And it's our land that you're standing on. You might go to the kitchen and open up the kitchen cabinet and the pots fall out. Not that it's a junkie cabinet. But he go in and... <laughs> open up the cabinet and the pots fall out. He said, look, look what I discovered. But little Farrakhan, baby Farrakhan, at two years old, or a year, or whatever, he's a baby in the house. He just got there. He's running all over discovering things. And so the white man in 1492, uh, they say Christopher Columbus discovered America in 1492. I know you know that. You can recite it. Christopher Columbus discovered America in 1492. Uh, that's the actual facts, right? That's the student enrollment, right? In 1492. You can say it. But look, Chris and the boys, they were babies. They were half doing it. Not all the way. I just dropped a half out there for the bean soup and the bean pie scientists. Got to have a little bit of something for everybody. Everybody else might have missed that, but they were half doing it. They weren't doing it all the way. We're going to the half part another time. So let's deal with the whole picture right now. Uh, they didn't discover nothing. We, they thought the earth was flat. Isabella or Isabel or whatever her name was, she thought the earth was flat. I'm telling you that if this girl had to go to the toilet, if it looked like it was too close to the horizon, this girl would just hold it. She wouldn't go to the toilet because she thought she was going to fall off the earth on the way to the toilet. Her and Chris would just look at each other and hold it or do it on themselves right there. We already knew the earth was round. Huh? And he had three ships, the Nina, the Pinta, and the Santa Maria. 
the lead ship was named after a black man named Pedro de Nino. And Pedro de Nino was a navigator of the high sea. He was a mathematician and an astronomer. Chris and Isabel would still be the hell over there if we wouldn't have let him out of there. Told us they were going, they gave us the wrong direction. He said he wanted to go one place. Hell, end up in another place. He didn't give us the right direction. All they had to do was tell us where he wanted to go. He would have took you man where he wanted to go. But they say that they discovered America. Hell, you're going to discover something that somebody else already living there. That's a baby talk. That's a baby's mind. That's a childish mentality. And the white man has only been here 6,000 years. That's all. That's like me going out there on 95 and finding a Rolls Royce that uh, had a flat tire on 95 and the people went to go get the tire fixed and we jump out in the keys in there and we go and get a tire and fix the flat so the people can get back and jump in the Rolls Royce and start riding down 95. Heading for the turnpike somewhere. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And the white folks pull us on. <laughs> Sirens screaming and lights, lights flashing. And they pull us over and say, Get out of the car, buddy. You know how they tremble. And say, Get out of the car, buddy. And we step out of the car and say, Wait a minute, officer. You've got this all wrong. We just Covered this Rolls Royce as we were going down 95. They would put us under the jailhouse. Say, nigga, you crazy. You don't discover no Rolls Royce, nigga. Then you know this Rolls Royce belonged to somebody else? But the white man can come over here and discover America with the Indian and the black man and black woman already here. I know you got some groups that say we don't have no claim to no states in America because the Indian was already here. But I guess what they don't know is that the Indian was black when he left where he left from and black when he got here. I guess they don't know that. Not only don't they know that, I know Dr. Ivan Van Sertima wrote the book, They Came Before Columbus, talking about us. Well, he could change the title of the book and call it They Came way before Columbus. We came here way before Columbus. You know what I'm talking about. Huh? Don't you? All right. I thought you did. He discovered America with all these people here. When he takes something, when he steals something, when he roughs something, when he robs something, when he bum rushes somebody's place and just wipes out whatever they got and run off with it, it's called a discovery. When he has a riot, it's called a Boston Tea Party. These Beckerwoods have a straight out riot in a harbor and tap a damn ship and they call it a tea party. Can you imagine? Call it a tea party. Makes no sense at all. When they when when they wipe out the Indians on TV, it's a victory. But if the Indians wipe them out, it's a massacre. I mean, this guy is forever playing word games. He's just the devil. Yes. 
As I said here, the first Sunday action, I have to say it. I know it makes some of you uneasy, but I have to say it just every now and then I have to say it. Because I believe you should remind yourself. Remind yourself to remember, to remember, to remember. Just so you won't forget that the white man is not a devil, but the white man is the devil. You wouldn't be here if some devil had brought you here. Harlem wouldn't be run down if some devil hadn't put us in this condition. Bronx, Brooklyn, none of it would be run down. Watson, Los Angeles, sections of Detroit, South Side, West Side of Chicago. It wouldn't be run down if some devil hadn't put us in this position. I know some of you love them. I, I, Lord have mercy, child. I, 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 I just loves everybody. I don't care what them old Farcon and Elijah Mohammed people say. I, 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 I just love everybody. Lord have mercy, child. I just can't hate nobody. That's what we say. But you hate your black self. If you didn't hate your black self, you wouldn't wear a scary curl. You'd wear it the way God gave it to you, and you wear a button saying, I'm nappy, and I'm happy. You didn't hate yourself, you wouldn't wear it blonde. Blondes have more fun. And you ain't having no fun. What Spike Lee calls wannabe. Girl, you know you a jigaboo. And we love jigaboos. Don't we love these jigaboos? Because this is God's woman. And when we say jigaboo, we mean you got that strong. Like our women got that good hair. Right. Ain't that right? right? We got good hair too. I got some. I had to spend some minutes this morning. I just wear bald. If I let it grow out, I got good hair too. That's right. I mean, it's stand up too. <laughs> Top of my head, just like yours. We say we love everybody, but we hate ourselves. Can you imagine a fellow moon walking across the stage and take scissors or something and cut his nose off and try to make his nose pointed like the white man? Have him to break his jaws and try to take the high cheekbones out? Take shots and try to take the color out of his skin? Take some hormone shots and try to take the, the, the male out of his makeup? White folk just made them a product. Neither black nor white, neither male nor female. Just for everybody. Whatever's your thing, I got it for you. I got a product for you. Should wear a stamp on his head saying, Made in America. That's the way he was made. That's the way he was made. Made in America. 
We need to get the captain and some of the lieutenants. Let's get another hundred people in here. We got some more space. Yes, that's right. Let's get some men out and comb the streets and put everybody in. They either have to come in or fight. Bring them in. No, don't jump on them. But tell them to get several men, about 10, 20 together, and just comb the streets all around. Let's bring another hundred in. Raise the dead by the thousands. That's our job today. 6,000 years ago, the white man came onto our planet. A new man, a baby on our planet. I believe it was the anthropologist Margaret Mead who did study on this. The anthropologist Dr. L.S.B. Leakey and Dr. Richard Leakey, they let it leak out. And they went out in search of the origin of man and they didn't spend any time in Europe. They didn't spend much time in Asia. They went into Africa and found the remains of a black person that represented over 1,750,000 years of existence on Africa. And went back and found out that even that black person had a mama and had a dad. Found the remains of another one that represented 2 million years of existence, 3 million years of existence, 4 million years of existence, million years of existence. All they can say about that black man is he was, he is, and he shall be. He's from everlasting to everlasting, and the black woman is from everlasting to everlasting. They can't find your and my birth record. We have no birth record, but the white man just got here a little over 6,000 years ago. And it is written in the scripture six days, as I said earlier, shall thy work, O man. We're nearing our conclusion and do all our work, but on the seventh day you will be put to rest. And 2 Peter 3 and 8 teaches us, dearly beloved, be not ignorant of this one thing. One day with the Lord equals a thousand years, and a thousand years equals one day. Six thousand years. The white man was given to rule and dominate the darker people of the earth. But white man's time is up and the only thing that stands between the general resurrection and rise of the black man and woman and the destruction of the white man's world is Uncle Mose and Aunt Jemima. Uncle Mose and Aunt Jemima just won't get up. Amos and Andy just won't get up. The little rascals just won't get up. But I say to you today, we must get up. Yeah. This is the time and the hour of the resurrection and the judgment of God Almighty. The harvest is ripe, but the laborers are few. And when the harvest is ripe, we have to work fast, the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan says. And our people are more ready today than they have ever been before at any time in history. When the Honorable Marcus Mosiah Garvey came on the scene, when Prophet Noble Drew Ali came on the scene, when Minister Malcolm X was on the scene, under the guidance of the Honorable Elijah Muhammad on the scene, the door had to be opened. Our people's eyes had to be opened. But now our people's eyes, or many of them, their eyes are already open. 
Some of you who haven't joined yet, your eyes are wide open. You're not dead anymore. You're just playing possum. You're just pretending to be asleep. But many of you can do this better than some of us up here. And it's time that you pick up your bed and walk. Because I'm not going to let you remain asleep in your casket. I'm going to continue to knock on your casket and tap dance on your casket. I'm not going to let you sleep in peace, not in New York. You got to get up in New York City because we're going to blow the trumpet in New York City. And when we blow the trumpet, you won't be able to remain asleep. You might want to pull the cover over your head, but we're going to shake the bed. As the scripture said, the bed is too narrow and the cover is too short. You're not going to be able to hide. Say, I went to the rock to hide my face. And even the rock was crying out, uh-uh. Ain't no hiding place. You gotta get on to Elijah. You gotta get on to Farrakhan. Farrakhan is calling you today, black woman. Farrakhan is calling you today, black man. Calling you to the way and the path that God has set through his servant, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad. Calling you to get up out of the filth and the mire and the mud and the poverty and the hell. Farrakhan is calling you today to get the hell out of hell. You gotta get the hell out of hell, black woman. Get the hell out of hell. One day I'm gonna teach a subject on get the hell out of hell. We gotta talk about that one day, get the hell out of hell. But right now we're talking about this man, not this man here. But this man who's been here for 6,000 years only, and it took approximately 600 years to make him. If you will get, and we have some on hand, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad's great and illuminating book, Message to the Black Man in America, beginning on page 103, The Making of the Devil. Then you will learn the special birth control sex and genetic engineering process that went into the making of the white man. Now notice I didn't say into the creating of the white man. I didn't say into the creation of the white man because so teaches Elijah Muhammad and Louis Farrakhan that there's a difference between that which is made and that which is created. That which is created is willed into existence. It has no pattern to follow. The Holy Quran says, say, kum what do he say? What do he say? One more time. Let me hear it again. Be and it is. And he willed it into existence. And when we study the ancient Kemetic teachings of the authoritative utterance of Ptah at the beginning of the universe when he willed and called it into existence. When we go back all the way to the root of it and understand that that which is created is willed and pulled and brought into existence by the authoritative utterance of the divine supreme creative force and energy and power of the universe. Huh? Hey, tell them, go get some more. We got some more space in here. We want every crack and cranny in the room filled. Is that all right? Yes, sir. We want to rock the house. Right. What we want to do? Rock the house. What we want to do? Rock the house. What we going to do? Rock the house.
gotta rock the house. We gotta pump it up. What we gonna do? What we gonna do? What we gonna do? We gotta pump it up. Our people are waiting for us out there. They are depending on us out there. We gotta rock the house and pump it up. I'm almost finished. We're gonna get you out of this oven, but in a few days we'll have an air conditioned place. Huh? We gotta have an air conditioned place. Good heating in the wintertime and good uh, air in the summertime. Huh? We got to get the hell out of hell. You ain't got no money, broke his hair. If it's hot and you ain't got no air, you hot as hell. If it's winter time and you ain't got no heat, you cold as hell. If you hungry, no food, you hungry as hell. If you think this white man is gonna just let you get out of this condition without you going through Farrakhan and Elijah, you crazy as hell. the sky and no hell under the ground. They said, oh Lord, I knew God was going to get that man up You heard the thunder and some of you almost jumped out of your seat. Man and got up there and said, Jesus is black and God is black and the Holy Ghost is black. I knew lightning was going to strike him. <laughs> lightning is striking in here today is the lightning truth from the Honorable Elijah Muhammad and the Honorable Minister Lewis Farrakhan. The only thunder that's clapping in here is the clapping of the truth against the lie that the white man has put in your head. That's the only thunder you got to worry about. That thunder out there is taking care of what it's supposed to take care of. And the lightning out there is flashing where it's supposed to flash and it's hitting what it's supposed to hit. Huh? Well, you ain't got to be scared in here. If anything, the thunder was clapping with you. You heard of the clapping of thunder, haven't you? Yeah, well, the thunder was clapping with you. As you were roaring in here, enjoying yourself with, with the roar of elephant laughter. That was the thunder roaring with you. So a white man created 6,000 years ago it took approximately 600 years. We won't go into the details at this time, but we will teach a subject on that, but we will even go into the spiritual aspect of it even deeper yes. than just teaching the physical aspect of it. 6,000 years, 600 years to make him, 200 years to get the brown man and woman out of the black man. 200 years to get the yellow man and the yellow woman out of the brown man and woman coming out of the black man and woman. You say, y'all still teaching that? Yes, sir. I got something for you, Jim. When they were teaching this in this city, this city was rocking. When they were teaching this in this city, there was a black man named Minister Malcolm X who was teaching that in this city. There was a black man named Minister Louis Farrakhan that was teaching this teaching in this city. When you were teaching this teaching, you had a roof over your head. 
When you were teaching this teaching, you had a dome on top of it. When you were teaching this teaching, you had restaurants, you had bakeries, you had warehouses, you had trucks rumbling over the highway, you had airplanes in the sky. When you were teaching this teaching, you were not down, you were up. You want me to teach them high science and mysticism? Huh? Some, some Shazam. Some hocus pocus. Some boost. You don't want no reality. We got some whoosh for you. You just keep coming back. We got plenty of whoosh. We got to put your feet on the ground because we got to start out with both feet on the ground first. Uh, we got something for all the science. Right. You got some you think is heavier than what we're teaching here, bring them here. I told you, bring us all of your kitty Quran quotas and all your baby Bible babblers. We'll handle your baby Bible babblers, babblers and your kitty Quran quotas. Any of you got Bring them here. This is the place for us. And if you think you got a cracker that's good enough, you can't bring him here, but we'll set up a big hall somewhere out in the city and we'll debate any cracker you got in Any cracker you got. If you don't know no crackers, bring us a peck of wood. We'll debate the peck of wood. Any of them you bring. But now, it was prophesied that this people would rule over the fish of the sea, over the fowl of the air, and over every creeping thing that crawls upon the earth for six days or six thousand years. This made man in the book of Genesis, not created, but made. That which is made has a pattern to follow. Genesis, the first chapter, talking about how in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. And it goes on to tell you how he separated this from that and how he separated the waters from the firmament and the day from the night and how he caused the alternation in the seasons and all of that. All of this God does alone. How he willed the sun into existence. 853,000 miles in diameter. Approximately 2,679,785 miles in circumference. Burning at the terrific temperature of 14,072 degrees Fahrenheit. And all he said was, Kum fire kum. He, and it is, willed it into existence. Don't you be surprised about that when you look at these crackers skyscrapers here. That's a cracker that came out of his mind and went into wielded from the natural raw materials and resources of the earth. Dug them up in a raw form and wielded into existence. He started, it was nothing but dust and powder. He started and now it's a mighty structure that he has to bend his back to see the top of it. But I'm telling you that your mother and your father, your foremother and your forefather, they were able to wield the sun into existence. You say, wait a minute, man, I can't even get to the subway without getting lost. <laughs> How in the world are you going to tell me that somebody will something in the sun into existence from my family? 
willed into existence. It tells you that our God, and we are made in the image and after the likeness of that same God. The same power that set the universe in motion is the same power that's in you, black. I said the same power that set the universe in motion is the same power that's in you, black. Yes, sir. You. The same God force is in you. And if a universe could be willed into existence, you mean we can't will Harlem back to life? If a universe could be willed into existence, you mean we can't will our people into power? No, it's just that you don't have faith. You don't have the will, and in some cases, you don't have the skill. But you come to the right place to get the will and the skill. Not coming from me, but it's coming from the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. And he got it from a little black man from Sandersville, Georgia, named the Honorable Elijah Muhammad. All We gotta wrap this thing up. We gotta wrap it up. Come on, brother. That's right. Fill up the aisles. Fill them up. Don't tell nobody. Don't try to fool me now. Don't take a few from over there and fill them up over here. <laughs> no, let's fill it up. Show sure enough, as they say. <laughs> I mean, it's a good try, though. <laughs> no, let's take 20 more men out and let's go get a hundred black men and women off of the streets. We're not going to ride over our people in the street. We're going to stop and get our people up out of the mud. Get them up out of the gutter. We have to get down on the ground with them and sit down there with our suit on or with our long dress on. The sister get down with another sister and talk to the sister in the mud. One of them heavy points on you and go, so and so, so and so, so and so, Jim. And so and so, so and so, so and so. I mean, they don't even break their stride. They pick right up at the same point. Now they got all this ice and crack and all this other stuff. Cocaine, and you notice it's white. And the white man know the condition he put our minds in. I'm telling you, if the ice was white, if the crack was white, if the coke was white, you wouldn't have to worry about no black people taking it. You can hear them all over Harlem and all over New York City. Man, I ain't putting that black stuff in my nose. If it's black, if it's black, you hear them say, I ain't putting that black stuff in my nose. I ain't smoking that black stuff. I ain't shooting up that black stuff. So it's got to be white. We don't mind taking in some white death. But we reject anything that's black. Anything that's black, we reject. So we were, we were under this man, or we have been under him, for 6,000 years, as the Bible said. And it took 600 years for him to come into power. It was approximately 59,999 with the one who was responsible for it all that made 60,000. Yes, sir. 
Why don't you step down one step, beloved? Thank you, sir. I don't want brother to go away. You see, brothers and sisters, these brothers that you see and the beautiful sisters that you see, the handsome brothers, they're here to help you. I mean, if you need to go to the men's room or the ladies' room, they're here to courteously and politely uh, show you where to go. If you need a drink of water, if you need something, they're here to help you. They're also up here to stop you from hurting yourself on your way up here, trying to stop us from telling the truth up here. But they're up here to help you in any way. Anything they can do for you, they're up here to assist you. If you need assistance, when you come up here when you shouldn't be up here, they will assist you back to your seat. They are trained in this. They're urshers. I guess you would call them urshers. And they sure know how to urge. <laughs> They're urshers. 60,000 in the making of this white man. And they were given six ounces of grafted brain. Six ounces. I forgot how to make the ounce, sir. OZ. OZ. Yeah, Six ounces of grafted brain. And in their having the six ounces of grafted brain, they have ruled over us for the past 6,000 years with this little knowledge. You will notice that the so called Jew. And that's what I got to call him. So-called Jew. He's a Johnny Come Lately Jew. We're the real Jew. You're looking at the real Jew right here. You're looking at the real Hebrew right here. We are the Hebrew Israelites. You wanted to go to the Hebrew Israelite temple, you already there. You wanted to go where the black Hebrews are, this is it right here. You see Elijah Muhammad, the most Honorable Elijah Muhammad and the Honorable Louis Farrakhan, they teach us root knowledge. They don't teach us branch knowledge, they teach us root knowledge. And when you know root knowledge, you can go down the trunk of the tree of wisdom to the root that pulls it all together. We are the black Christians. We follow the black Jesus. We follow the black revolutionary Messiah that the world has been waiting for. We are the black Hebrews. Hebrew means one who has crossed over. And we have crossed over from darkness into light. We have crossed over from weakness into strength. We have crossed over from being the white man's nigger into God's man and woman once again the way he created us. We are the original African Hebrew Israelite nation. We are the black Hebrews. We are the ones that are prophesied in the scripture as being the chosen people of God. But this Johnny come lately Jew, this New York City slicker Jew, yeah, that's him. I'm talking about Mr. Goldstein, Mr. Goldberg, huh? Mr. Goldsmith, Mr. Rubenstein, huh? Mr. Silversmith, Mr. Silverstein. Uh, why they call them Goldstein and Rubenstein and Silverstein? Why can't I even wear a watch or uh, uh, wear a ring? Or why can't the sisters wear a necklace or a bracelet without us calling it jewelry? Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. 
look at real slick and real proper jewelry. It's U.L. Reed. That's why he's called Rubenstein, Goldstein, Go Silverstein, because he's uh, Professor Griff was right. The public enemy Professor Griff didn't lie. He stole the gold. He stole the silver. He stole the rubies, and he's stealing in South Africa right now, and all over Africa right now. Your gold, my gold, your silver, my silver, your rubies is my rubies. That's why he's called Goldstein and Silverstein and Rubenstein. Well, jewelry. This Johnny come lately, imposter Jew. Went into Africa, studied the Kuti, what the white man called the pyramid. Huh? But when you study the Meduneta, study the what? The who? The what? One more time. Study the Meduneta. When you study the Meduneta, what the white man calls hieroglyphics. Uh, when you study the nature of things, because the term nature comes from the term nature. Go ahead, break it down. You with me? Yes, sir. Church say amen. Amen. Church say amen again. Amen. Church say amen one more time. Amen. They took the Kunti, the pyramid, which is the key to the ancient wisdom and the ancient greatness of the black man and woman when we were in our glory. Took it and studied the mathematical and geometrical principles behind it. Studied the high science and the deep wisdom behind it. Studied and then turned it around and turned it upside down and tried to turn it against us. Now the six-pointed star belongs to us as well as the five-pointed star. All the stars belong to us because we are the stars of God. But there's another meaning with this star other than that. And that is that they took it and turned it around and turned it upside down and turned the wisdom of the original black man and the original black woman around and upside down and against us. And here you have one, two, three, four, five, six smaller pyramids in the big one that was superimposed over the other one. Turned it around. This Johnny come lately imposter Jew now has this on his flag. Huh? On his rag. That old Ashkenazi Jew. Ashkenazi Jew. The European Jew. That old one that came out of the caves and hills of Europe and came in among our people and whatever customs and lifestyle they saw us with already, they adopted it and some of it they corrupted it. Most of it they corrupted. They're not the original Jew. You are the original Arab. You got some fools rocking around New York City in the winter time with ice and snow on the ground with some sandals on, some rag bed sheet and a pillowcase wrapped around them telling I heard that you got Negroes in this town that attack Louis Farrakhan. I heard that you got Negroes in this town that say Louis Farrakhan teaches shirk, a belief in gods besides Allah. I heard you got some Negroes in this town that run their mouth. I'm telling you that you ain't got but a few 
few more days to run your mouth because if you talk ill of Farrakhan in a few days, we will beat the hell out of you. I'm telling you, God help. Storm your headquarters and burn it to the goddamn. You may not love Farrakhan, but you damn sure will respect him in New York. You'll either love him or you'll respect him. And if you want to reject him, you'll do it, but you won't do it in no disrespectful way. Because he's a man who doesn't attack any of you. He's a humble man. He's a submissive man. He's a man that loves black people no matter what you believe in. He loves every one of you. So you're going to keep your mouth off of Louis Farrakhan. Yes, you are. unless you got some storm troops. We need mighty men. We need strong men. We need men that when you walk on the pavement in Harlem, you make the pavement crack. The cement curl under your feet. Men who know how to heal and men who know how to kill.
a crafty yeah. prick. Yeah. Let me have six more minutes. Six more minutes and I'll wrap this thing up. chance a long time ago, taking no prisoners. See, because when we let these Negroes get away with this stuff and don't say nothing and don't do nothing, they think it's all right. That's the same with Keep Hope Alive, Keep Hope Alive, Jesse Jackson, another buck-dancing nigga for the white people. We're talking about a rainbow and the white man has got Rambo. These Negroes clowning and the white man is cloning. <laughs> Negro moonwalking and the white man walking on the moon. I don't know what you came for, but I'm Farrakhan's man. Yeah, but if you don't dig him, stay the hell away from me. If you got a problem with him, you got a problem with me. Yeah. I'm Farrakhan's man, 100%. Always been there. I was his man when he was down. I ain't just with him on the ups. I was with him when he was down. I was with him when he didn't have no fire. I walked with him every day with my pistol to blow the hell out of anybody. with him now that he's on the swing and it's a divine swing by yes. almighty God I lost permission and it's cutting two ways both ways I'm with him I'm Farrakhan's man if you don't remember my name just say that 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 Farrakhan man shit he didn't give me the name and I got bold enough and had it monogrammed on my cuff Brother, I noticed you have, uh, you're wearing fire card on your I said, oh, yes, sir, Brother Minister, I'm not being rebellious. I said, it's not really a name. It's just a relationship between two men who are inside. Yes, sir. That's right. That's right. 
I told the neighbors I might as well tell all of you, hell, you ain't got to test me. I've been thoroughly tested. That's how I got here. That I had to pass the test in order to get here. Now, this ain't no plaything. This is the last go-round here. This is the anchor leg here. This is it. He said, oh, he'll be gone in six months like the rest of us. Yeah. I'll be so-and-so if that's true. <laughs> Expletive deleted. <laughs> I will be here by God's grace, by Allah's permission. I will be here. Will you be here? Will you be here? Will we have many more? here is because this here is history in a few days. So where we go, we can't meet in here. Tell them to take 10 more men and go get 25 more men off the street. They're looking for somewhere to go right now. They ain't got nowhere to go. They don't know what to do. They're looking for somebody who will show them the way. They're just standing around, hanging around, waiting for somebody to walk up and tap them on the show. So come on, go with me, brother. Salam alaikum. I'm your brother, man. Come on and go with me. We need 25, 30 more in here. Can we get them in? Yeah. Line them up right here. We ain't worried about it. Ain't nobody gonna do nothing to us. We ain't got to be scared of our people. If anybody get this close and try something, we beat the hell out of them and throw them out of that damn window. Very quickly, and we'll finish this up. Last, next Sunday is part three, and it's the last part of this. We'll cover a little bit more. He was created, uh, he was made. He was made. You weren't gonna let me get away with that, no way. You was gonna say what I thought you said. That's why I have you to repeat, because this ain't just a session for me to rap. This is a session for you to learn. This is a session for you when you leave out of here to go and teach what you heard here. When you get the tapes of the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan, of Minister Kareem Muhammad, Minister Kevin Muhammad, Minister Conrad Muhammad, Minister James Muhammad, Minister Hot Muhammad, Minister Muhammad Abdullah, Minister, what's your name, working in the prison, Black? Brother Nelson. What's your name? Brother Roland Muhammad. When you get these tapes, then you study them. Yes. Study them. Tapes of the Honorable Elijah Muhammad. We will have them here for you. Study them. But I have you to repeat so that it's like a lesson. It's like a class. And when you go out, you'll bring 10 with you, 20 with you. Because you'll be able to teach them when you go out in the streets. Go and teach today. Go and get your people today. Next Sunday, let's make it so we can't even get in here next Sunday. Let's have a line all down the hall, all down the steps, all out on the sidewalk. And if we have to, we'll just go outside next Sunday and have the meet outdoors. If we're too small in here, we'll go outside. Is it all right if we go outside next Sunday? So let's start in here. And if it's too full, we'll go on outside. We can make it full. Our people are looking for somewhere to go. They tired of Reverend Pigfoot, Reverend Toenail, Reverend Sunday Fried Chicken Eater, Reverend Hog Maw with the chitlin' juice running down his jaw. They tired of them. They 
tired and sick and tired of being tired. They're ready to get up. Because it's wake up time. There it is. A man under the number six and marked by the number six made through a special law of sex and birth control. What is he made under special law of what? Sex. Sex in Latin is six. And everything that the white man sells, he sells it under the number six. He sells it under sex. It can be a car. He'll put a big leg, big buttermilk complexion leg white woman in there. And this big leg white woman will stick that buttermilk leg out of the car. You ain't looking at the stick shift. You ain't looking at the stereo, not a radio. You looking at the beast's leg. She stick her leg out and you say, that's the car I want. You think the leg come with the car. Subliminal suggestion is hidden. Van Packard called it hidden persuasion. Huh? He sells it with sex. He running a special on the airlines. He puts some half-naked white girls on with a sexy voice, like he gonna call on a 900 number and she gonna talk crazy to you. He puts a white girl on the airline commercial. She said, "I'm Susie. Fly me." I'm James. Fly me to Chicago. If he's selling a bed or a mattress, he'll put a half-naked white woman laying on the bed and she'll say, you must buy the Sleep Easy mattress. We sleep easy. Take it off. Take it off. Everything he sells, he sells it with sex. Under the number six. Sells it with six. You were not here, some of you, last Sunday. His capital is Washington, D.C. Yes, 500 plus 100 in Roman numerals equal what? 600. His address is 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. D.C. is District of Columbia. Break it down. Break it down. That's right. We did it last Sunday. One, two, three, four, five, six. One, two, three, four, five, six. One, two, three, four, five, six. District of Columbia, 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue, D.C., 500 and 106, Revelation 13 and 18. Here is wisdom. Let him that hath understanding count the number of the beast. For it is the number of a man, and his number is 666. Everywhere the white man goes, six follows him everywhere he goes. White woman says she want a man, but she wants him to be tall, dark, and handsome. Six feet tall. But I'm already taken. She wants him to be six feet tall. When you die, six pallbearers carry the casket and they bury you six feet in the ground. Huh? Is that right? Oh, uh, you done got hot, you done got tired. You don't want to hear the rest of this. This is 
is too many sixes, this list I got here, to keep you here the rest of the evening. We just finish all the sixes up next Sunday, but let's have at least, not next Sunday, but let's at least have 66 more people than we got here today. You think we can do that? Brothers and sisters, I thank you for being as kind and as attentive as you have been. And I pray, Almighty God, Allah, that you will listen to the voice of Elijah in your midst. Coming from the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan, God has chosen you to be his people. He intends that you no longer be the tail, but that you be the head. And he has decided that you are to come from the bottom rail and be brought to the top. And that he is going to take the last and make them first. And you know ain't nobody behind us. And he's going to take the first and make them last. And Almighty God has chosen you as his people. And so it is our job and our work today to make ourselves ready to study the Word of God, strengthen our will, strengthen our devotion, our commitment, and our dedication, and learn to get into the Spirit of God, into the mind of God. And as we do that, we, New York City, the heartbeat of the black movement, the capital of the world, outside of Chicago, and, gotta get that straight quick. But the leader said it was the capital of the world. I'm only quoting him. You heard him say that. He said, as New York goes, so goes the nation, as you heard Brother Minister Kareem say. And I want you to know that this brother did a mighty work in this city. And when the word gets out that he's back in New York City, it'll be twice this many here overnight. Yes, it will. When they hear that young Conrad Muhammad is smoking, because he got the youth. He is the national official, he is the national student and youth representative. Not over those children, he ain't over those children. He's over the youth and the students. And he got a whole lot of to tell everybody else whether you're a youth or whether you're a student or not because we're all babies in a knowledge of self. And when this young man gets to preaching, I mean the dead can't do nothing but get up. And you got them all up here. Great ministers and great teachers. Brother Minister Hawk has been on the trail a long time. I remember when he was Captain Kadaki. That was his name, Captain Kadaki. So you know what he got in his mind. And we've got to go to the areas where our Spanish-speaking brothers and sisters are and back Brother Minister Muhammad Abdullah up and get them up. They are kicking kids. Our brothers and sisters are flushing our blood. We gotta get with our brother and go into the prisons. And minister That's told right. me he wants me to go into every prison. That's right. We gotta go into all the prisons. That's right. And rock the house. That's right. What we gonna do in the prison? Rock the house. What we gonna do in the prison? Rock the house. What we gonna do? Rock the house. We gotta go in the prisons That's and rock right. the house. Right. We gotta have Muslims all, all over the prison. That's right. That's right. Not, not that other stuff. I'm talking about the real deal. But a Muslim is a Muslim if a Muslim will act like a Muslim. There's only one God. Only one Allah. One Muslim. But when you fight us, you got to expect a fight 
Oh, I wish we could hit 125th Street today, but it's too wet. Too slippery. The weather is too inclement. We fair weather soldiers, aren't we? Aren't we? This will be ideal weather before this machine moves, right? I mean, we can only move when the sun is shining, right? Day, we got to stay in, right? Come on, brother. Let's go. Don't we? Come on. Come on. Ain't nobody on 125th Street when it's raining, is it? Yeah. Well, some people on 125th Street in the rain they ain't got nowhere else to go. Right? I think at least even if we don't go on 125th Street, even if we don't do what we did last Sunday, we got to make a presence. Is that all right? Is that right? Yes, sir. Where's Doug E. Fresh? What? brother Doug I'm gonna say this to you my brother with the talent that Almighty God Allah has given to you in this hour that is most critical and crucial for the rise of our people I think it was France Fanon who said in either the wretched of the earth or black skin white mass I think it's wretched of the earth he says that it is the duty of every generation to determine what its rendezvous with destiny is, what it's supposed to be doing. This is the best generation, Brother Doug, that we have ever produced. And I believe that if we would stand up, stand up with the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan in this hour, I believe that we would have a general resurrection of our people almost overnight. If all the rappers would stand up. I was with uh, the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan in Philadelphia the other night. In the room way over in the night with, with uh, uh, Brother Chuck D. And Brother, uh, 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 I don't know, what was, was, was Flay there? <laughs> Here's Brother James right here, one of the mighty S1Ws. Come on up. Every time I see you, come on up. And all the S1Ws and Brother Chuck D. They were with the Honorable Minister Lewis Park. And I hope they're going to work on this new one that the minister has on separation and reparation where he says, add it up. Do what? Add it up. Talks about all that the white man has taken from us, and he says, "Add it up." Add it up. This 
say after 400 years of so and so, so and so, so and so, add it up. We got Sister Lisa Williams. Where's Sister Lisa Williams? Go ahead, Black. Come on up here, Sister Lisa. Tell me, Sister Lisa can rock the house. What can she do? What can she do? Tell me, she can rock the house. Sister Lisa, let me say this to you while I'm saying it to Brother Dougie Fresh. Let me just for a moment focus on you. We need a black woman's movement. We need a woman's move because when this woman gets all the way up, it's all the way over for the white man. When this woman gets up and you feel the fire from her soul and the fire from her spirit, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad said 75% of his work and his mission is with the black one. We need black women ministers with the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. We need black women who are activists and motivators and inspirers of men, but especially women. Where are the great speakers among women? Where are the great leaders and teachers among women that are widely known throughout the black community? Where are they? Where are the strong black women who stand with Louis Farrakhan and don't fear the Jew, don't fear the Greek, don't fear the freak, don't fear none of them? Where are they? And Sister Lisa Williamson, you must stand with Minister Farrakhan. Brother Doug, you don't have no choice, man. Destiny has called you to stand with him. I always say, if I had lived in the time of the Honorable Marcus Mosiah Garvey, I would have been with Mr. God. If I would have been a rapper, I would have been rapping for God. If I would have been a student activist, male or female, I would have been male and or female and for God. Whatever the thing was. Huh? If I would have been in the time and lived in the time of Shaka Zulu, the great, the great fulfiller of the Amazulu had to beg me if I lived in the time of Shaka Zulu. I would have been, I would have been with Shaka Zulu with my zebra skin on one day and my leopard skin on the next day and my lion skin on the next day with my shield in hand and my spear in hand. Fighting with Shaka Zulu against the our enemy. Zulu. Zulu. nation of the tribe of Shabbat. What you must know about the tribe of Shabbat is that the blood of the Zulu runs warm in the veins of the tribe of Shabbat. The blood of the Khosa, the blood of the Maasai, the blood of all of them run warm in the Europe, the Europe of all of them. The blood runs warm in the Veins of Shabbat. Shabbat represents all of 
the tribes of Africa here in the hells of North America. So if I would have been here in the time of Shaka, I would have been moving against our enemy in South Africa, this Shaka Zulu. If I had lived in the time of Hannibal, Brother Doug E. Fresh, Brother James, Sister Lisa, if I lived in the time of Hannibal, go ahead, go ahead. I would have had one of the strongest, buffest elephants I could ride. I'd have been on my elephant at Hannibal's side. I wouldn't have found something else to do in Hannibal's day. Whatever my gift was, my talent was, I would have used it for Hannibal. Because Hannibal was the freedom fighter of the hour. I would have wanted to be with the freedom fighter of the hour. I would have been with him. Yes, I would have lived, Sister Lisa, in the time of Queen Nzinga, yes, of Queen Candace, of Queen Kandasi. Yes, I would have been too young or too weak myself and didn't have the leadership quality. No hang up. I would have been backing up Queen Nzinga. I would have been backing up Queen Kandasi. I would have been one of the followers of Queen Kandasi or Queen Nzinga. I ain't got no hang ups about whether it's a woman or a man. Hell, I just want to get free. I thought I wanted to be free. That's all. Our people need you, Sister Lisa. Our people need you, Brother Doug. Our people got you, Brother James. <laughs> They need you. Whatever time. Harriet Tubman? I would have been with Hat. Had me a double ass snuffle or two of us a battle. I'd been walked out with Hat. Me and Hat. I've been with Hat Sauce. I wouldn't allow nothing or nobody to mess with Hat. To mess with Hat. Gotta back Harriet Tubman up. I would have been one of the conductors on the underground. Oh, yeah. All right, when you got away from the plantation, if you looked like you wanted to go back to the white man, they say Harriet would pull her pistol out on you. I would have had two pistols. I would have pulled both of them and packed them on you and said, oh, big bubba, you ain't going back to the white man. You either gonna be free or we gonna free you right here, big bubba. You ain't going back. I would have been with Tucson Overture. I would have been with Desaline the Ferocious. I would have been with Denmark Beasley. Yeah, I would have been with Nat Turner. Oh yeah, I would have been with Nat Turner. I wish and hope you would have been with him too. Me and you and Nat. Uh, going from plantation to plantation, cutting white throats and killing white folks. Me and you and me. Don't you know if Nat Turner would have been successful, we would be free today? Huh? I would have been with Nat. Yes. They had a sharp, sharp, sharp blade. Yes. 
Man, my blade would have been shot. And I had an axe. And a hatchet, too. Huh? Or else I would have. Whatever net missed, I would have swung with my axe. Nat. You ain't scared of Nat, are you? We need some Nat Turners in Harlem. We need some Nat Turners in Bed-Stuy. We need some Bat Nat Turners all over Brooklyn and Bronx and Queens and Long Island and Harlem all over America. Where are the Nat Turners up today? Nat Turners up today. I gotta wrap it up, but we need you. Our people need you. Mao Zedong waged the, waged the cultural revolution in China. He made everybody that was a musician play the music of the cultural revolution. You either did that or the youth, Brother Conrad, the youth of China would roll on If you. If your music didn't reflect the liberation lyrics of the revolution, if you played the piano, they'd break your face. That's right. And break your face, too. If you were an artist, your paintbrush had to make the strokes that painted a picture that inspired the people That's and right. fired their That's souls right. to liberation That's and salvation. Right. I don't care what your talent was, it had to fuel the revolution. You scared of revolution? This is Harlem, ain't it? This is by any means necessary territory, ain't it? What is it? By what? By any means necessary. Peace if possible and violence if necessary. Support whatever the enemy opposes and oppose whatever the enemy supports. Is that you? We thank our guests for being here. We thank all of our guests. How many of you here today for your first time? Hold your black hand up. Give them a hand. Give them a black hand. Beautiful. Hands down. How many of you will be back? I didn't say be black. How many will be back? Let me see your hand. Hold your black hand. How many of you will be bring somebody that looks just like you? I mean black like you. Don't bring Bob here. Don't bring Bill. Leave Cindy Schumacher at home. And Kathy Snuffnigerson. Or whatever her name is. And not welcome here. But you're welcome here. This is for you. How many of you, whether you have already accepted or not, how many of you believe what you heard today is the truth and good for the black man and the black woman? Let me see your black hands. Hands down. How many of you love Farrakhan? How many of you want to stand with Farrakhan? How many of you understand that the physics law says 
all energy is constant, it just changes form. Matter is neither created nor is it destroyed. So the same Marcus Garvey that was here yesterday is back again today. The same Nat Turner that was here yesterday is back today. The same Shakadulu that was here yesterday is back today. The same Harriet Tubman and Queen and Zinga and Osage for Plumney and Cuba and Amilka the Brown and Patrice and Mufa and Hannibal. Stand with Farrakhan standing. If you're already standing, hold your hand up if you weren't part of the one seat. I want to see you. But when they sign in, they sign in those who are first time. Don't they? Where's the secretary? All of those you may be seated, let's pass the cards on each row. Brother Secretary, when they sign in, we make a distinction between first-timers and visitors, don't we? Yes, sir. At the sign-in point. That's right. Okay. We have a check on it. Brother Secretary, can you just quickly just slip me the actual facts? I'd just like to take a look at it quickly, just on attendance. Brothers and sisters, I mean, we just had a show enough good time. That's a Bible revival for black survival. <laughs> and I thank you for being as attentive as you have been. Uh, don't worry, we're going to get out of here soon. I don't mean just today. I mean, we're just going to get out of here, period. Out of this building. But one thing, we ought to sure be healthy. I mean, you got to climb a mountain to get up. <laughs> you got to climb on top of the building almost from down there to get up here. You may not get any exercise during the week, but you should get some exercise when you come here. <laughs> then we, see, we, we got, it's, it's all therapeutic, you see. We give you good exercise. We bring you up the, bring you up the stairs. Then we set you in the sun, in the steam room. <laughs> We're working with you and working on you. But brothers and sisters, we're going to get the hell out of hell. I promise you that. What we need to do now, where's Brother Yusuf Shell Jr.? That's you. Look just like your father. Brother, I'm honored to meet you. Please come out. General or something with the daddy like you guys. Right. Right. The minister was talking about him just yesterday when we were in Atlanta. 
and you tell your father that we love him yes, and sir. tell him all of these men and many more yes, they await him that we need his counsel his guidance and his training the bible say young men for war and elders for counsel and we need his counsel and his training and his father is a man of great history the honorable minister Louis farrakhan calls him one of the treasures of the black nation this man was the captain his father was the captain of malcolm x and the captain minister malcolm x and the honorable minister Louis farrakhan Yes, he was. That's right. Captain right at the side of Sister Amina Rasu, right here right. in this city, That's when your right. father was doing it, man, That's did right. nothing move in heart. That's right. That's right. That's right. You, sir, may right. introduce you to that pavement or introduce you to them steps down that subway in a minute. Yes, sir. If you were lucky. If you were lucky. They tell me you live a long way away. I sure wish you lived in New York, brother. I'm on my way, brother. All praises be to Allah. Let's give him a hand. I went all over Atlanta doing this. Everybody that I was really pulling on, I would introduce them to somebody else and I would say, this is brother so-and-so, so-and-so, New York City. <laughs> this is brother so-and-so, so-and-so, New York City. And uh, this is brother Yusuf Shaw the second, or Yusuf Shaw Jr., New York City. Give him a hand. Thank you, sir. Now, Connecticut, New York City. We need you, brother. We gotta build an army right here. Brother Saladin, you got to preach. Yes. And we don't have to just wait for a study group. Right. We do it right here with these audiences right here. Right. This man can teach. That's right. That's right. And my spirit is anybody that can teach and anybody that can preach and anybody that can reach, we throwing down. I ain't stopping nobody. Got the freedom to go anywhere in the city. Let's recruit, recruit, recruit and change the lives of our people. Brother Dougie Fresh, you're supposed to be a minister. The way you be rapping, man. Be rapping, don't you? Is a minister. Right. Sister Lisa is a minister. That's right. She should be. She should be working with Brother Minister Conrad Muhammad right. as the national, the, the national sister youth representative. Checking in with the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan on a regular basis, getting her marching orders and getting her instructions. Do we need this black woman? Do we need her? Got to have them. Got to have them. Brothers and sisters, I just love them. I hate to go. I look forward to these meetings. Because whether you know it or not, we're going to look back on these days in a few days. We'll have thousands. We won't wait for just a rally. We'll have thousands at the regular meeting. Let you in on a secret. Can you keep a secret? Yes, Okay, I'll tell you, as quiet as this cow, 
we working on Yankee Stadium. $100,000. The Honorable Minister Lewis Parker at Yankee Stadium. $100,000. Don't worry about the fact that I said it openly in the room. The devil can't stop this. We don't get Yankee Stadium, we'll get another one just as big. Yeah, if we can't get that one there, we'll take it outdoors. Put him, put him in a, Brother Minister Kareem had a bulletproof shield for him here. Designed but we want to get 100000 to welcome the leader to New York City. Hopefully we can do that within three months. That means we're going to need everybody. We're going to pump every day. Selling tickets, pumping the radio up, beating the pavement, knocking on doors, raising the dead, not disturbing the graves, not allowing anything to remain at rest anywhere around us. You think we can do 100000 said this will be the biggest event in the history of the nation of Islam. Yes, and he said, Brother Khaled, I want you to spearhead it. And I'm saying to you, I want you to spearhead it. For us to spearhead this together, the biggest event in the history of the nation of Islam. He drew 70,000 at Randall's Island. Had to bring him in in a helicopter because the traffic was blocked up for miles around on black families. Huh? Hey, ain't nobody better than Farrakhan. Farrakhan packing them in everywhere. Everywhere. Brother James, they had close to 20,000 at the Omni last night. There's no hole but 17,000. See, we had them everywhere. In the South. Can you get ready for that? Yes. He's sweeping all across the country. So brothers and sisters, at this time, we have the cards back. Would you pass your cards over to the outside aisle, which is to your left, and the sisters to your right. Sisters, pass them toward the window to your right. Brothers, to your left. And they will be picked up on the outer aisle. Yes, sir. We're a little under last Sunday. You know, we were supposed to go over last Sunday. It's good. But we're a little under. That's right. And we, we shouldn't have been under. We have to increase every Sunday. That's right. And the way to increase every Sunday is everybody have, has to bring something. That's right. All right? Yes, sir. But we got to hurry and get out of here. And then yes. more people will come when we get out of here. You think so? Yes, sir. I see that look on their face. They're absolutely being honest, too. Man. Okay, well, that's not bad. It's just not good. Go ahead. We want to, at this point, have our charity period. That's, in a few weeks, I'll start relinquishing this thing. I'm just trying to pump everything up. Can we get the brothers and sisters in position with the donation buckets and the charity buckets? Don't start passing them, please, uh, ma'am. Uh, no, sir. Uh, sir. Just get in position. Do we have the sisters in position also? Okay. Brothers and sisters, we want you to donate and contribute to this great struggle 
for our liberation and salvation and for this divine program that the Honorable Elijah Muhammad may be seated. This divine program that the Honorable Elijah Muhammad has given to the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan for us. Now, are there any brothers and sisters in the audience with $100 donations? Or is that too much to ask? There's a brother's hand up before I can even say it. What's your name, sir? Brother Tyrone 3X. How much, sir? $100, Brother Tyrone 3X. 3X. Give him a better hand than that. That's Brother Tyrone 3X. You don't want to give my hand for his hundred dollars, give my hand for just being black in America. Brother Minister James 16X. One hundred dollars. Give him my hand. He's a black man who is an example of how to push the program. He's selling over, some cases, $5,000 a month in tapes of the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. $7,000. Sometimes if he, have a, if he has a good month, I mean a bad month, it's $5,000. Yes, yes, and a pretty good month, $7,000. Give him a black hand. Yes, sir, Black. What's your name, my brother? I'm sorry. Brother Stephen 3X. $100, Brother Stephen 3X. Hundreds, sisters, brothers, hundreds. I'll wait a few. Brother Leon X, mighty black man, $100. Brother Leon X. Brother Secretary, can we get with Brother Captain and Sister Captain, let's get about five brothers and five sisters and give them certain tape, audio tapes and videotapes. Let's set up along the hallway, let's set up downstairs, let's move throughout the audience. How many of you know that we have high-speed duplicators that high-speed duplicate the tapes, plus we are building a stock and inventory on the tapes of the Honorable Louis Farrakhan. So we have certain videos and certain audios here. How many like to get different groups together and you sit around and watch the videos and study? Let me see your hand. Any of you do that? That's good. We've got them right here. So the secretary and the two captains are getting that set up today. I would like to meet with all of, after we assemble outside, I would like to meet with all squad leaders, lieutenants, first officers, captains, and the captain, brothers that is, uh, after the meeting. So make sure we uh, get together before you leave so we can organize for this week. And I'll get with Sister Captain a little later. Any more hundreds? I don't mean any more hundreds. Where are the hundreds? Yes, ma'am. Sister Zakia Shabazz, where is she? Yes, 
$100 sister Zakia survived. Hundreds. Yes, sir. Brother James, what's your ex, brother?